What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of WiffCast. Today we have a very good episode. At first, we have a few announcements to make, just a few housekeeping stuff. And then we're going to go a little bit into the game against the Giants, the win. And talk some about the offseason and the draft and what Washington needs to do here. Because Ron Rivera now, two straight losing seasons. If he doesn't fix things in Washington, he could be gone soon too. So my first little thing is that if you guys want to go ahead and follow my Twitter and my TikTok, I'm most active on Twitter, and my TikTok, I'm starting to upload consistent on there. So yeah, if you want to follow those, I'll have the link in the description for both of them. And here, this is a big one. The second announcement is that WiffCast will change its name when the Washington football team changes its name on February 2nd, Groundhog Day. It's, it's going to be a good one, for sure. Because we got the Commanders right now, probably the fan, not the fan favorite actually, but probably the favorite right now to get chosen. And then we have the Admirals popping up. Because right now if you search up WashingtonAdmirals.com, it takes you right to the Washington football team page. And also the name will not be Red Wolves or Wolves or any type. This is huge. This is probably the fan favorite. I wanted it to be this one. Commanders and Admirals are kind of iffy. I mean, they're okay, but Red Wolves and Wolves is definitely better. If we want to keep on talking about names here, Hogs, Red Hogs, something in that category, that could be a big one because they're going to announce it here on Groundhog Day. So this might be a big choice for them. I really like Hogs. I mean, Wolves still better, but Hogs, it, it takes you into the history that the Washington football team franchise has. I think that's a really good name. And now about the game against the Giants on Sunday, the Washington football team finale is in MetLife, and there was pretty much no attendance there. Uh, I'll have like some pictures here on the screen, but there was no attendance. Like no one was there. It was kind of funny, but Washington did end up winning the Tank Bowl here, twenty-two to seven. I mean, it was a nice win, but the score definitely does not tell how the game went. The offense, especially once more, Taylor Heineke really struggled. We could not do anything, although Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson both eclipsed 1,000 yards on the season. This is the first time since 2014 where a Washington wide receiver and a Washington running back in the same season both eclipsed 1,000 yards. Also, this win is the first time since 2004 where Washington has won their final game of the season. So that's the first time in my life, which is, now that I think about it, pretty crazy. So now I said we're going to talk about the offseason a little bit, which we are here. We locked up Charles Leno on a three-year three $37.5 million contract. I mean, this is a huge, huge pickup because Charles Leno, he really he signed a prove-it deal, and he definitely proved it. One of our best, if not, I would say probably, yeah, definitely top two, if not top one uh, offensive linemen this year. I mean, he did an incredible job. I believe he only got called for penalty once this season, which is absolutely crazy. I really like Charles Leno. He's done a lot of good stuff for the community. He won the NFLPA com uh, Community MVP Award a few weeks ago for doing his Leno Clause, which over Leno Clause this year from December 1st to 25th, they donated thousands of dollars to five families and 20 different charities in the Oakland, Chicago, and D.C. community. So that is great stuff from Charles Leno. Some upcoming free agents that we have for this offseason, J.D. McKissick, Bobby McCain, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Brandon Scherf, Cornelius Lucas, DeAndre Carter, Kyle Allen, Tim Settle, and Joey Sly are probably some of the big ones, and that's a lot of big ones for sure because 
we still got some more. We have a lot of backups and a lot from a secondary going to be heading to free agency. Of these big ones that I mentioned, I think J.D. McKissick, Bobby McCain, DeAndre Carter, and Joey Sly will all be signed with Washington. But some key losses, Brandon Scherf, like I said, he's most likely going to go. It's going to be very interesting where he lands. I think he's going to head to the Steelers, but it's going to be so really interesting where he goes. Also, Cornelius Lucas, another loss to the offensive line. He had an okay season. He was injured at times, so I'm not really upset about losing him. Kyle Allen and Tim Settle. Tim Settle had, I mean, he whenever he's active for a game and he plays, he at least gets a sack, I feel like. He's done a great job to back up Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, but we're most likely going to lose him. I think that's fine. And Kyle Allen, we're going to lose him too. I think that's also fine. I mean, we have Taylor Heineke as a backup next year because right now for Washington, Ron Rivera, he needs to find a franchise quarterback this offseason. Also, I want to talk a little bit about the coaching position because I'm fine with Ron Rivera at head coach right now. I'm fine with Scott Turner at offensive coordinator, but Jack Del Rio at defensive coordinator. Yeah, last year he came in with the Ron Rivera group, I'm pretty sure, and then he had a pretty good season with the defensive line and the secondary, though, really struggled, so he tried to upgrade that over the offseason, and the defensive line struggled and the secondary kind of performed kind of well, so... He hasn't really had the best defense. We've been in the bottom half, I believe, two years in a row now. So it hasn't been that great. Some possible replacements if we do end up firing JDR. I don't think we will, but if we do, former Broncos head coach Vic Fangio and former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores. Now, of the two, I think Vic Fangio would be probably better. Also, I think there's a likelier chance we sign, we get him because Brian Flores... I have no clue what Miami's doing. I don't even know why they fired Brian Flores. He was doing a great job, I think. And, I mean, if the Dolphins are going to fire Brian Flores, then the Giants might as well fire Joe Judge, which, when this comes out, maybe they have. But, back to my point, Vic Fangio, I think he'd be a great replacement for JDR. Now, picking up now players, I talked about people leaving. Now we need to add some people, right? And in free agency, we need to add another wide receiver, I believe. Mike Williams, Allen Robinson... Two of the big guys that I think could come in. Mike Williams, we're going to have to pay a significant amount more money than Allen Robinson. So I'd rather choose Allen Robinson over the two if we're going money-wise. But if we could get them at the same price, then I would choose Mike Williams over Allen Robinson. Because on Sunday night, Mike Williams absolutely went off against the Raiders to help the Chargers bring the game into overtime. Unfortunately, they lost, but he had some big catches down the road. Also, I'd like to boost the linebacker position because Jamin Davis is not it. He is not it. I That was not a good first-round pick for Washington. We messed up. We should have drafted Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa because he's been having a pretty solid season. I mean, not the best, but like he's having a better season than Jamin Davis where we could have drafted Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa twice, actually, but we didn't draft him on either one, so that was kind of annoying. And lastly, of course, this is kind of obvious. Washington needs to find a franchise quarterback because if we do not, Ron Rivera is going to be gone and we're going to be sitting in misery for five more years. But I don't want to find a quarterback in free agency unless we can trade for Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson or Derek Carr, which Derek Carr just put up a huge game against the Chargers on Sunday night. So I don't think the Raiders are going to be getting rid of him or at least for what we would want. And Russell Wilson, I mean, I could see him coming. I could see him coming. He definitely has a stronger arm than Taylor Heineke, which 
has really been a big struggle for Heineke throughout this year. We look at Aaron Rodgers, we look at Deshaun Watson. Rodgers is getting too old, and he's most likely going to stay in Green Bay. And Watson, there's just too much legal issues going on over there. I feel like once we sign him, some big thing is going to come out and he's going to go to jail. So I don't really see that happening. So with that, I believe if we really want a franchise quarterback, we're going to have to look to the draft where most people are saying, oh, hey, this isn't going to be good. For, this isn't going to be a good draft class for quarterbacks this year. Well, I believe each of the past two, three seasons now, a quarterback has gone number one which is definitely not expected for this season, but I think Washington's going to need to find a gem in this 2022 NFL draft. And with the 11th pick now, because we won and the Falcons lost, so Falcons move up to 10, I'm pretty sure, and we now move down to 11. With the 11th pick in the draft, I think Washington should either go with Matt Corral or Kenny Pickett. Those are the top two quarterbacks here in this draft, I believe, so, as of now, I've looked at both of them, I've scouted both of them, but of course, with uh, the scouting combine coming up, and then pro days, and senior bowl for Pickett, I, we can definitely change, and we could definitely go with someone else, but I think we're going to need to draft one of them. I'm going to make a video later, and once all the naming stuff happens, because we've got a long offseason ahead of us, about who should we pick with this 11th pick. If you want to see some more scouting stuff on just really any prospect, I'm doing a lot of scouting stuff on my Twitter. I'm releasing scouting reports and also on my TikTok as well. So if you want to do that, again, links are in the description. And with that being said, one season, one entire season doing Whipcast coming to a close. Wow, it has been a season 7 in 10. Washington will finish this season at, which is not... It's not horrible. We could have done better, but sitting at 7-10 and 10, it looks good, but oh boy, this record does feel different. This feels like a 3-win or 4-win season, even though it's at 7 because we've got a lot of stuff to fix. And that's what the offseason's for, so I'm excited for that. Thank you guys for watching another episode of WiffCast, WiffCast number 27 or 28. To be honest, I lost count. See you guys in the next one. Peace.